welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Leeds Beckett University is home to 11 academic schools. Today's episode focuses on the School of Events, Tourism and Hospitality Management. Students here study courses as part of either the Centre for Tourism and Hospitality Management or the UK Centre of Events Management. These are challenging times for organisations in the events, tourism and hospitality sectors. International recovery will involve investment, skilled management and skilled workforce that is able to initiate and adapt to innovation. The School of Events, Tourism and Hospitality Management aspires to undertake cutting edge research and provide an education that will enable their graduates to compete in the labour market. We're very proud of our track record. The latest available official statistics show that 97.7% of our students were in work or further study six months after graduation, and the most recently published National Student Survey of 2020 revealed an overall student satisfaction rating of 94%. We're proud that the school is ranked among the world's top 50 in the latest 2019 academic ranking of world universities. Their students are also award winners. In 2019, prizes included the Institute of Travel and Tourism Student of the Year and PhD Student of the Year, the Association of Tourism in Higher Education Postgraduate Student of the Year and the Every Woman in Tourism One to Watch Award. Their mission is to inspire and educate the events, tourism and hospitality leaders of tomorrow so they can make a positive difference in the world. Joining us today, we have Lucy studying events management and Cloda studying international tourism management. Hello, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Cloda, can you remember your first few days in the school? So when you first joined Leeds Beckett, can you describe what it was like when you came onto campus, the first kind of people you met? Yeah, I thought it'd be a lot more formal, but it was really relaxing. Like there was a lot of team building activities and opportunities to get to know each other. And it weren't as scary as you might think it would be for the first class. That I thought that you'd perhaps be put on the spot being asked questions that you may not know or like opening up debates straight away with things that you weren't really educated on. You were eased in really nicely and obviously the campus was nice. It was all a lot better than I expected, not as scary as I expected at all. So how big was the groups when you first joined them? maybe 50 of us so it's quite a lot smaller classes than some other schools because I know the sports schools tend to have a lot more people in them I found that more beneficial for myself because the smaller groups you do actually know everybody's names which is helpful and you know where everyone's from so it's a lot more comfortable in my opinion and the tutors know you personally as well. Lucy how was your first few days in? So my first few days, I'd never even been to Leeds, really, and didn't go to an open day. So like my first time on campus was induction day and I had moved to Leeds. They opened up their accommodation. So I'd been in Leeds for about a week or two, kind of getting to grips. And then my first day on campus was induction day. I wasn't as nervous as I probably should have been for never being to Leeds because I'd made loads of friends on Facebook groups. We'd already started an events group chat, me and one other girl. And so I'd already started making friends. So going onto campus, it was like I had a group of people already. Just looking around, it's obviously I'd seen it in pictures and stuff, but once you get there, you're like, I can't believe this is my school. And it's such a, it was such a nice, 
separation from like living in the city to come into like a really nice quiet campus so I really enjoyed like studying at Headingley um, and then my first impressions because it's like events you kind of work together with the people that you're studying with hopefully like these are connections for the future you have like a lot of group work so straight away they were like trying to break down kind of like the walls between each other getting us to like play games with each other so I didn't really feel that nervous and like speaking to people you just got to know them straight away what does the typical week look like for you so as a student, how many hours would you be in lectures versus seminars versus independent reading? Is it more practical? What, what does that week kind of look like for you? You have three or four hours per module and you have three modules going on at a time. And then you have your independent study. I think you usually have like one or two days off a week. It's all scheduled well that it's manageable. It works effectively. Well, Lucy, what about yourself? What's your average kind of week looking like at the moment? In first year, I had a really good timetable. Um, I had a three day weekend. So we had two days on and then two hours on a separate day. It was like mainly kind of like nine to five and then two hours on a Tuesday. And then in third year the hours kind of stayed the same so in events um first year they had a lot of like guest speakers um that came in and that was kind of like really inspiring obviously in your first year to see all the alumni that have come back um to talk about where you could be in a few years so they kind of like really got everyone excited and kind of really stressed the point of do placement year do placement year one of the guest speakers run like she created the ariana grande one love manchester so she's the one that put that together so when she came in we were all like whoa like that they mean business at beckett um <laughs> so it was like maybe this was the right choice yeah <laughs> we've had loads of interesting guest speakers so we also had some people that had um already studied at Beckett and come back a lot of people with like new businesses all across the world like in Peru and all kinds of like crazy places you wouldn't think of starting businesses up so we had somebody who came doing the case for the Tunisia beach shootings and he was talking about the families he was arranging who had like passed away and to speak with them and it showed you like a different side of tourism and it was really interesting because it isn't a job you directly think is associated with it but it was and then we've had loads of people in from Jet2, um, TUI, companies like that, like big businesses. Uh, but it's been really interesting. Like it does show you more jobs than, oh, can I be cabin crew? Can I work in like a travel agent? There's like, a lot more to it. So it really opens your eyes. Do you know anywhere else that no colleagues or no peers of yours have actually gone to, to go for placements as well? A lot went to Disneyland. Uh, country clubs in America, a lot of people went there as well. And then now that they have the partnership with Jet2, quite a few people were in product development and I think some in sales with Jet2 as well. And then obviously you have the option as well to go and look for your own placements. So some people were in like small startup businesses in Leeds or in like the Park Plaza Hotel and like the Marriott places like that. There's like a really good mix of different opportunities. What was the impact for you? Was it as we went into lockdown, what kind of resources were made available? How often were your tutors in touch? Uh, when it all went virtual, what was it really like to, to be on the, the student end of that? When everything like went online, the teachers, like, our lecturers started doing loads of Facebook Lives. They created loads of um, kind of group posts and forums for each modules on Blackboard so that you could like ask questions. But moving everything online, I mean, that's that was fine for me, really. Like I've since sixth form, I've always been like a really independent learner. So it was just like if I needed the support, I knew that the support was there. So were there any new resources <laughs> they managed to put online for you then? They kind of uploaded 
as much as they could. And you have the library, like the online library. So whenever it came to essays, all my resources were there. In first year, you have like PEP, which is like professional event practice. So you have like an hour or two with your lecturer. So they kind of really teach you about independent study, where to find stuff when you're at home. Coming up to it, it was just kind of like, I already know like where to look really. Cloda, what about yourself? I was really like overwhelmed by the whole thing especially being in third year and like we just started out some of our elective modules and then corona happened and we're about to do working alongside businesses on consultancy projects so it was just a bit like well how's anything going to move forward like this some of our courses are done online anyway so the staff were good at putting on what was needed it was just making sure that you utilize what's there or ask questions but the staff were really helpful like they kept in contact a lot especially Especially my dissertation tutor, she was always asking, am I okay? Is there anything else that can be done? How am I getting on with other modules? But it worked well in the end. You got a lot more time to work on your work. So I feel like I actually probably did better when sat at home. And I think there was a lot more readings uploaded than what we usually had because you obviously have more time to do it. So there was a lot more things to utilise if you wanted to. Just try and describe to someone who's never never had the opportunity to work with a member of the lecturing staff. What's that relationship like? We had our course leader. Uh, she taught us a few times through, over the three years. The one that people are likely to meet on open days, Lisa. Uh, we had her quite a few times, which was nice because obviously if you come and see somebody on open day, you do hope to then see them in lectures. Um, and then for the other staff, we have like a good mix of staff from different countries like Sardinia, Greece, all of these different countries. Uh, so some of them you don't come into as much contact with, like some of the staff I've never actually been taught by purely because I've never been on their modules. Like you will at least have three solid people that you've been working alongside for your whole like course. I didn't really use my personal tutor that much, I won't lie. But I actually got closer to my dissertation tutor and I used her a lot more just because we got along better, had more similar interests. But yeah, I know the staff are happy to help. Like you can message anyone, even if you're not necessarily taught by them and they're willing to message you and help you sort things out. The library staff are really useful on the 24 hour chats and things like that. That's been a life saviour a lot of times. And I'm looking for books at two o'clock in the morning. And Lucy, what about yourself? In first year you have to do like 40 hours of volunteering and I took on the challenge of doing my own charity fashion show. Bernie, she, like, I was like, kind of losing motivation to do it because um, it was like probably three months out before the date it was happening and I was like really just losing motivation to do it, inspiration. I was just like, oh, I really want to cancel but I already had like book designers as well and I just had a chat with Bernie and she literally just like, oh, She's changed my life in like one of the steps of James Graham. Just it was just a small little chat about just taking time, knowing when to take that time to just step away and have some time to yourself. And then she gave me motivation to just do the fashion show and kind of like do it to the best of my ability because she was really kind of shocked that I was taking on such a challenge for first year. If you just kind of like need a chat, need a pep talk, any of the lecturers are always there. Yeah, do I get like a really good working relationship because you kind of see that they are like they've achieved a lot. So when they start introducing themselves, like you're a bit inspired by them. And then as you get to know them more, it's just like they are really cool people in the event staff. So we have a number of people that will join us, whether they've taken A-levels or BTEC or cash diplomas. It's a variety of different assessment methods. So what assessments do you undertake in your course at the moment? How have you found them? And if you've needed it, what kind of support has been there? 
in events they really do like it's a mixture of your abilities if coming off of like sixth form I had like loads of essay based subjects so I was not looking forward to doing essays in uni essays group work in first year you have a vlog it shows off a range of skills that you never thought you had so it was really good that we had all these different types if you needed help you can always just kind of drop someone an email because of the group work you're constantly like with the people in your smaller class so you get to just like know them better and these could be people that you're working with in the future as well so it's good to kind of develop those relationships early on with the group work you do like um, a live event at the end of first and second year so it kind of like your first chance to like put on an event at uni they're kind of like my favorite they're my favorite um, assessments that we do because you kind of just get to see why everyone's like fallen in love with events like what led them to this point and see everyone's creativity when creating an event those are kind of my favorite assessments Cloda, what about yourself then have you found the assessments what have they been have you found them what kind of support have you got um, so really similar experience to Lucy where I went in, I did a BTEC at college and I thought the work would be the same because BTEC at college, I could do the work overnight and I thought you could do that at uni, you can't do that at uni, I mean you can but you can't, Not you can't do it the same, so that was a shock and obviously first year yet again, well I failed my first assessment and I was just shocked by it all and I was like oh it's so overwhelming, I thought I'd be able to do this really well and I couldn't and then I just wanted to pass that's all I wanted to do and I think yeah just a different mindset of that concentrating or making yourself use your time effectively and use resources effectively um but there's no exams it's all coursework or presentation group work which is nice because I hate exams I think loads of people do um but yeah second year was a lot better so you get to tailor some of the coursework to suit your own like interests like some of the management theories instead of going oh what type of manager would you be you could look at it from a different perspective of like how a manager is treating women and like that interests me more uh, and then third year obviously you choose your elective module so that was even better again and the dissertation weren't as bad as I thought it'd be like everybody made it out that it'd be terrible and scary and you'd spend every night doing it and probably one of the better things I've done but just because I enjoyed doing the subject I'd chosen but yeah no everything it works well. I think it's an easier transition back from BTEC because it is similar format as in reports, coursework and group work. Yeah, when you get to third year, I feel like everything makes sense. You realise what you've learned in first year and second year and how it all comes together. And you're like, oh, I can use this or like, I already know that. But it all comes together really well. I feel like you just need to probably concentrate and use time effectively, all of that. And it works out in the end. What was your uh, dissertation subject? So I did my dissertation on last chance tourism and people's motivations for participating in it. So last chance tourism is like tourism to places that are that are disappearing. So you like all cultures that are disappearing, things like that. So you might look at the Arctic or disappearing tribes, less obvious places like Italy, parts of that are going underwater, Maldives, and basically how the media presents them. So I feel like most people can look at the Arctic and see it's melting and go, oh, that's disappearing. Whereas people don't recognise other like landscapes like the Maldives are actually going underwater. So that was really interesting. I, I like doing that. What does the next year look like for you then? So in the next 12 months, what are we looking at? I've chosen my final year module and I'm just going to keep an open mind till I get there. 
and I'm hoping to kind of do more like obviously because I haven't done placement yet I really am going to try and like call up loads of places in Leeds and just kind of see if I can work any small events and just kind of like find work like that kind of studying through events I've also found like an interest in like marketing and PR through some of like um, the modules that we've done so I definitely want to try and find ways to explore these I'm just gonna wait to talk to my lecturers and get some inspiration from them that's yeah <laughs> I think you can simply look around look at the world around you right now and the impacts yeah. of what you know, coronavirus is having on on your sector I think yeah. you will have no end material uh, for things to exactly. look into there's definitely I'm definitely going to find something but it's just pigeonholing what like I feel like if anything I'll take a look at event marketing just I started like my own small business at the start of the year and I've just really loved marketing for that as well so maybe take a look at event marketing. Clodagh so what does the next year look like for you now? So the next two years this year we're actually going to do the master's before Covid I was going to work for Tira I did have a job sign with them and then they said no because of corona um so i'm going to do the responsible tourism masters and hopefully be back in the same position with a job with tiri or somebody bigger and better we'll see about that i'd like to do some teaching though for a bit after uni like i i want to go into the tourism industry but i really want to travel as well it just depends what jobs are out there like I like the graduate schemes doing holiday representative probably in a family uh, hotel something like that I just keep looking for opportunities really like but I also didn't do the placement year so I'd like to get a bit more of experience whilst I'm doing my master's. What one piece of advice would you give to anyone just starting off a course now in the School of Events Tourism and Hospitality Management one piece of advice what would you give them we'll start with Cloda probably just to try a bit of everything and embrace it all because I feel like you come into uni and as much in your head you think you're going to do everything sometimes you get into a mindset where you don't want to do anything or you're like oh I can't be bothered to go to that lecture or no I won't do this extra like curricular thing because I could do this with my friends but when you get to third year like there's a lot of things where I wish I would have participated or like engaged more with it and I would have got a lot more out of it. Like, I wish I would have done the study abroad. I would have uh, joined some of the societies and all of that. I mean, I still can when I do my uh, master's, but definitely just engage and embrace everything a lot more and be positive about it. I definitely agree with everything Clodagh said. You've got to just look for the positive in things and try and go for things and without feeling like you're going to fail. If you have a failing mindset, you're probably going to fail. So just try and like, you know, you can do it. Try and have that confidence within yourself. It will come over time, but it starts with you. If you're struggling, go to your personal tutors because there is like different relationships to secondary school, like maybe a bit scary, but like, oh, do I go, can I go speak to a teacher like that? But at the same time, you're calling these people by the first names. So it's like, just go and approach them. It's not the first time they're probably going to encounter that issue. Like they've probably seen it all. So it's just... Don't be so nervous to go and speak to someone. At times, I wish I did a bit more because then when I did speak up, it was fine. Like, I was like, oh, what was I so worried about that for? Like, actually, she's a really sweet lady, so it was okay. My friends at home, they have been so supportive of my journey. The amount of rants and stuff that I send them. Yeah, make sure to keep the relationships with your people at home. Don't just come to uni and think that you're leaving everyone behind. You've got to go home at one point. So keep those relationships at home. Lola, what about yourself? Is there anywhere you've been to to get extra advice or support? All the tutors are there to help you. They ask you all the time, are you okay? Are you struggling? Do you need this? Do you need that? And obviously with 
my class is being smaller they can really notice a change in how you're feeling which is nice but now I agree like speak to some people who don't go to uni and then they can have a different perspective on it but just keep your friends close and like make sure you're mentally strong about everything that you're doing and be positive about it. Thank you so much to the pair. We've been really informative. I hope we got some really good tips for that for the audience. Uh, last chance then, is there anything else that you'd want to throw into this that we haven't already? Become a course ambassador if you can, because then you become a student ambassador and the staff team there, they remind me of like people from my, like my teachers at school. So they're like my little like sixth form. Whenever I go and speak to like Lucia, it's like I'm talking to someone from a secondary school. Become a course ambassador, like it's good money. And it's another network of people to rely on and support with. Course ambassadors, you can rep. So I was a like a rep for my class. And you can go to like the course leader about anything about your course that you want to change or anything. And you just kind of represent your course on open days as well. It's just another way for you to fall in love with your course. If you're really in love with it, just kind of talk about it embrace everything and try all the new things out and enjoy your time at uni because it goes so so fast like it's shocking how fast three years have gone and definitely get onto the student ambassador jobs now thank you so much for the pair you've been really useful thank you for listening to be beckett ready we do hope you've enjoyed this episode if you would like to find out more including upcoming dates for our open days please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description Thank you.